this EFL Futures and Week 1 Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Everybody, welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, August the 3rd, and we are here with an EFL preview. Um, the EFL starts Friday night, um, and then the majority of the fixtures are on Saturday. We've got a few Sunday games, we've got some future, so we've got some divisional picks for the Championship, League One and League Two. And then we look at some uh, picks for the weekend fixtures as well. A great place to find a bet is the EFL. Joining me, finding those bets. Um, spoke with more times than any human should reasonably have to do so in their adult life over the last two weeks. Mr Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. How are you? Evening, Malcolm. I'm very well. <laughs> So I'll be coming like very fast. I've spent more time with you than I have done with my own family. Uh, it's like being week. in prison or something, isn't it? And to be honest, I think the family are fairly happy with it. I haven't had any complaints yet, despite the fact we're spending many hours of the day recording all of these. Well, it's been mainly the Premier League review stuff, um, but now we're moving on to EFL. We've got some actual real football coming up this weekend, so really, really excited for that. Um but before we get into that, just a quick reminder that we have got all of the Premier League team reviews going out at the moment. I think we've put about 10 out now, put out the Newcastle one today, which was a really, really good episode with Pete Graves on. So give that one a listen. Uh, we've got Man United's season review coming out tomorrow, which, as you know, should be fun because we love Man United. Um, so yeah, keep giving us a listen, keep giving us a thumbs up on these YouTube things, um, and, and like and rate and reviews, all that. But yeah, really excited to have some proper football to get stuck into this weekend. Yeah, you're right, Baz. Um, as Baz says, come in, uh, listen to all the, the, the Premier League preview shows. The, the FPL, um, listener league is live as well. We've done, we've done a couple of uh, FPL preview shows. The the live league, if you want to get involved in that, um, is CVVQAB. That is the league code to get across. That's £150 in cash. Uh, the Egg in the Cup Cup. We've got some merchant offer as well. So that is CVVQAB. Go and join that as well. Um, we're going to do some Women's World Cup picks today, Baz, but um, it was uh, the tournament's definitely got better. Uh, the last few days. Brazil got turned over yesterday. They gone. Uh, Jamaica saw Brazil off. And then, Baz, unfortunately today, our outright in Germany uh, was toasted uh, on the back of a 1-1 draw with Korea, which was coupled with a remarkable 1-0 win for Morocco. That so, Alexandra Pop scored again. So, I think she's still top. But I doubt she's going to stay there, Baz. There was a French player hit a hat-trick yesterday. Lauren James is ominous as well now on up to three. Um, good fixture for England coming up this weekend as well. Um, yeah, Germany disappointing. All they had to do was better Morocco's result to go through. Um, 
just didn't see them going out. And it's a shame because, as you say, had they have gone through an extra goal for them or a goal for Colombia, Germany would have gone through. And our 14 to 1 for Pop would have had a real live chance uh, yeah. at the top scorer going into the uh, knockout stages. So, yeah, very disappointed with that one. It's been good for the tournament that it hasn't just kind of gone to form because the first few days weren't very inspiring. And we thought this could be a bit of a grind. But actually, um, did Italy went down as well, didn't they? Did Italy get knocked out? Yeah, no, I mean, Italy, Italy weren't hugely fancy. Weren't very though, good, yeah. Um, although, did Italy? Which group were Italy in again? I can't, I can't remember. remember Brazil went out. Germany went out. And America were an absolute whisker away. Uh, yeah. Portugal went through in the dying minutes and, and hit the post. And had that have gone in, that would have been the end of America as well. So... Um, I think it's wide open. We'll cover it. I think we're going to try and get a show out tomorrow if we get the chance to cover the next round of games. Um, and if we, that was right, wasn't it? Well, you haven't got picks for it now, have you? No, no, we'll do so it tomorrow. I think the plan is we'll try and get something out tomorrow. So we will talk a bit more Women's World Cup. But uh, at the moment, we've got Championship, League One, and League Two to cover. So uh, enough to be getting on with. Yeah, uh, a couple of Premier League uh, bits and bobs of housekeeping as well, Baz. You've just mentioned before we came on air some transfer news. Uh, the the big ones, really, the one unusual one, one for Newcastle and one which is a bit a, a bit of a daft one. Uh, first of all, uh, goalkeeper David Raya um, from Brentford to Arsenal for about 40 million quid. Um, 40 million quid for a reserve goalkeeper or... Is he your main goalkeeper? Do you get rid of Ramsdale? Or, I mean, it's very, very rare that teams can sustain having two top-class goalkeepers. Like, so, uh, this is a head scratcher. This one, Buzz. Yeah, very unusual. I mean, Raya, we we sort of knew when we talked about it on the Brentford podcast um, that we thought he would probably move on. Um, he was originally linked with Man United, but then obviously they've went elsewhere with Onana. Um, but yeah, I just didn't see that coming. I don't know. I mean, Arsenal have gone bonkers, haven't they, in terms of money? Yeah, um, they're absolutely throwing everything at it. But it's very, very strange one. Um, I was listening to to the radio yesterday talking about this, and Gabriel Jesus is is out injured for the start of the season. Yeah, good. And Arsenal don't have a ready-made replacement up front for for Jesus. And Ketia's okay. But I don't think Arsenal fans want to be starting the season with Nketiah up front. And there was a lot of people talking yesterday saying Arsenal needed to buy another striker in this window. They didn't need to buy Havertz, but they did. And they don't need to buy Raya, but they're doing so. Um, yet they're still not interested, it seems, in buying a second striker um, who can really, really challenge when when Gabriel Jesus isn't there. So uh, a bit of an odd one. I didn't see the keeper move coming and, and intriguing to see how he keeps both of them happy. Um, uh, yeah, it's another 40 million taken there, spending to how much now? 240, 250 million. Oh, um, apparently, you've got the, they've got the most valuable squad in world football, Baz. Yes, I heard that. They're the only £1 billion uh, value squad now. Man City were second at something like 990 million. Uh, so that's based on the transfer market website. Uh, yeah, squad value just over a billion, most expensive. In the world, so right. I mean, we'll we'll talk more about us. We haven't done our Arsenal preview show yet. I'm looking forward to doing no, that. No, we haven't, because um, we have got a guest on an Arsenal fan who I'd be really intrigued to see what their ambitions are for this season because that's a lot of money. It's a big statement of intent. But, but yeah, we'll we'll save that for another day. 
He's got tonsillitis, Baz. That's why we haven't done our Arsenal preview. Talk about you being poorly last week. Foxy's got tonsillitis, so we're waiting for him to be able to speak before we can uh, get the info out of him. Um, Newcastle have picked up Tino Livramento for about 30 million quid from Southampton. Really good signing. Ticks a lot of boxes. Young, good player. Um, and I think certainly uh, for the next 10 years, should see him doing good things in a black and white shirt, Baz. Yeah, yeah. Interesting one. He's clearly there as a sort of succession plan for Trippier, who, who's obviously getting on now, um, but obviously still at the peak of his game. So Livermento might not, you know, that that's his position. Right back, uh, he has filled in at left back, so we might see him cropping up on both sides. Lots of games coming up for Newcastle and strengthening the squad with a player of that quality uh, can only be a good thing. Um, so I think we will see lots of him in sort of rotational positions where Dan Byrne might drop out or, or Trippier dropping out but where last season we were we were a bit short if Trippier missed any time you know we were we were into Mankio and, and players like that and, and Livermore will be a big upgrade on that so yeah good signing and then the final one is just a funny one because when we did the Fulham preview we talked about Willian how good he'd been for Fulham signed a new contract 11 days ago and then today he's just decided he doesn't fancy it, Baz, and he's off to Saudi uh, to earn loads of money. Yeah, he's told the club he, he wants them to accept an offer from Al-Shabaab. Um, yeah, 11 days after committing to the club, uh, and, and as I say, was a good sort of signing for them in terms of keep getting him back, particularly as they look like they'll probably lose Mitrovic to Saudi Arabia. So I think that could really set them back. Um, as you say, we've done our Fulham preview already, um, but that's another blow for them. If if they lose Mitrovic and Willian, um, that's a big chunk out of last season's sort of goals total and, and the creativity side of things. So yeah, big loss for Fulham if he goes. Okay, let's, uh, we're going to get stuck into this EFL action. Uh, we're going to do the outrights first and we'll go through the weekend picks after that. I'll tell you first about the SGP and Patreon. Perfect for the D-Hard DGens out there. You get exclusive content to things like the NFL Win Totals Contest, a $1,000 first prize up for grabs in that. Uh, the monthly SGP and Stories podcast, um, the Discord channel, which is just for the patrons, um, and obviously all the free picks and free content. The links are in there too. Uh, it's a great way to help support us fight corporate gambling. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Okay, outright, Baz. Championship. EFL Championship. Gets underway tomorrow night, uh, Friday night. Um, these prices will be up forever. They'll be in flux forever. Um, I'll run you through the top half of the market for the to win the league, Baz. Um, each way... Terms here are one-fifth of the odds for the first four places. Uh, the top three in the market are the three relegated sides. Uh, so we have Leicester City, Leeds United and Southampton. Leicester 3-1, Leeds 5-1. Southampton are 7.5-1. Then brings in Middlesbrough at 8-1. Uh, double figures, Ipswich 14s, Norwich 14s, West Brom 16s, Sunderland 20-1, Watford 20-1, Coventry 22-1. And it is 25 to 1 bar those, which takes in Stoke. Um, so, yeah, big th- the three teams relegated all at the top top of the market. Um, Leicester, I think it's going to be a big adjustment for them. They've lost James Madison, who was their best player. They've lost Tielemans. They've lost Harvey Barnes. 
Um, this is a tough division, and I don't. I wouldn't like to take any team at three to one, just because it's so competitive. The AFL. This. I mean, I don't know if I were American listeners bet this much. Um, it's a really good place for a bet. Like one of the most British things you can do as a football fan is put on your pre-season acker for all four divisions. Um, a little lucky 15 or a round robin or what have you. A little each way lucky 15 on all four division winners or teams to get relegated. It's kind of a it's kind of a tradition that you just have to get involved in. This league, the championship, is incredibly competitive. I think it's the third most watched league in the world in terms of support and numbers. You have the Premier League, which is top. La Liga in Spain is the second best attended. And the championship is the third best attended. So it outstrips the Bundesliga, uh, Serie A, all those other divisions. I mean, it's an incredibly tough place. 24 teams, 46 games, loads of midweek matches. Um, and I just couldn't take less for three to one. Having lost the players they've got, uh, they, they have lost. It takes, a, it takes a big chunk out of their team. Leeds, um, just more questions than answers at the minute with Leeds. Um, the Patrick Bamford is good at this level. I think he'll score some goals. But again, they've got a new manager uh, after Allardyce jettisoned them. And it's just, like I say, more questions than answers. I know a few Leeds fans and they're just kind of scratching their head at what's going on. So the 5-1 to one there wasn't for me. I like Southampton. Kind of depends what they can hold on to. Um, Ward, Prowse, Lavia and Livermento are three names I've got with a question mark written down on my notes. You can put a line through Livermento. We've just talked, got to Newcastle. Ward Prowse has been subject of interest from West Ham and Lavia, uh, Liverpool, amongst other clubs. They have got some proven championship players. Um, Adam Armstrong scores goals at that level. And Che Adams was another name I've got written down. And it looks like he's off to Everton. Uh, so Southampton look like they're going to lose um, a lot of their players, certainly before the window closes, even if it's not in the next week or so. So put a line through them. So that leads us down to a bigger price one here, Baz. Um, I actually had them down at 10 to 1, um, nipped into 8 to 1 in the two or three days since I made these notes. And that's Middlesbrough, Baz, for me. Um, they were really good last year. Michael Carrick came in, had them playing a really nice brand of football. Tuba Akpom gets amongst the goals. Um, and I just think in a competitive division where there's question marks um, about those top three teams... Middlesbrough at ten to one. If you shop around, I'm sure you can still find it. Looks like you live better than me, Baz. Yeah, so I was going to. The first thing I was going to say to you is uh, shop around because almost every one of those prices you put out, I, I've got slightly bigger. Um, yeah, fair enough. So Leicester at four to one, Leeds sixes, Southampton sevens, Middlesbrough I've got down at nine to one here. So definitely shop around because you will find quite a bit of variance from one book to the next. Um, I, th- I think. You've you've hit the nail on the head with most of what I was going to say. I think Leicester are a bit short for me. You know, it wouldn't surprise me to see them bouncing back. I think of the three, I would fancy Leicester to come back. Vardy is getting on, but you could still see him scoring a hat full of goals in this division. Ian Acho is still there. If Ian Acho stays, he he could hit twenty goals this season. Dewsbury Hall be a big player in the championship. They've got some quality still. I know they've lost, as you say, Tillemont, Barnes, Madison. Um, but teams going down can afford to lose three or four big players and still be you know, really, really strong in this division. So Leicester could go well, but I, I've also gone for Middlesbrough. I think I'd rather be on them at 9-1 than, than Leicester at, at the shorter price. 
And as I say, similar to you, I think Carrick come in last season and, and once he asserted himself, they played some really nice football. Um, you know, made it to, to the playoffs, made a real charge for it. And I think with him in charge for a full season, they can have a, a right go at it. So 9-1 for Borough is is the pick for me in terms of winning the league. But I like them to be promoted as well at 3-1. to one. Um, you know, so that gives you the, the options of the playoffs or, or finishing second. So Borough to be promoted at three to one. I don't mind that at all. So yeah, the pick for me is Middlesbrough to win the title at nine to one. And a second pick, Middlesbrough to be promoted at three to one. Um the other live team I think in this at Ipswich, um I think they're gonna be really good team to follow. They're gonna be fun to follow. The the manager, Kieran McKenna, um is a name that's been talked about a lot. Uh People have been very impressed with what he's done. They have just been promoted from League One, so it is quite a big step up. I think this step up between League One and the Championship is like arguably the biggest step up that there is in domestic football. Um, the, the the biggest gap between between the two divisions. You see a lot of teams who go up come straight back down again. Um, and you're not having that bad because I've wrote the exact opposite thing. Um, <laughs> I, I don't tell the, people when I come to the relegation. I think there's well, it depends on in terms of the step up. I mean, in terms of stepping up and then going on and doing it again. Um, don't get me wrong. I've I've got Ipswich. Funnily enough, um, I, I put it down as a bonus pick at the end after my relegation. I've got Ipswich here to take the top six at five to two plus two fifty. I think Ipswich can make a real charge for the playoffs. As I say, McKenna in there is is really highly rated. Had them flying at the end of last season, and I believe they've made a few additions. Andy Bevan, friend of ours, as you know, is an Ipswich fan. He's really confident going into the season. But when it comes to regular, I, I think there's not much between the, the top of League One and the bottom of the Championship. Um, and we've seen teams like Sunderland come up from League One and immediately be able to compete. So if Sunderland come up and see in the air, they get into the playoffs. It's exactly what Ipswich will be trying to do this year. Um, and, and similarly, I just think... Don't assume that those teams that have come up last year will, will automatically drop down because I think teams coming out of the League One can compete in, in the Championship. I don't think they'll all be right up against it. So the likes of Sheffield and Plymouth will be the favourites for the drop. But I don't think it's it's necessarily that straightforward. Like, yeah, Fair enough. Um, I'll be, yeah, we'll have a look at some relegation. Uh, say hello to the, to the boys and girls who've joined us in the chat. Uh, Brian was first in. Bryce, Slick Ricks here. I am DST. Uh, new name to me. Uh, good evening. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Um, any uh, any comments? Just shout them up and we'll get stuck in. Yeah, so I'll throw out some of the, the odds for relegation here from the Championship. Rotherham are the favourites. It's 7-4, uh, plus 175. QPR 9-4, Plymouth 5-2, Cardiff 11-4, Huddersfield 11-4, Birmingham and Sheffield Wednesday at 7-2, Hull and Preston at 9-2, Bristol City at six to one, uh, bigger the rest seven to one. Bar taken in Swansea and anyone below that. Um, yeah, you've got a couple of established sort of championship teams who've fallen on hard times. Uh, QBR, Cardiff, Huddersfield, and Birmingham sort of chief among them. So all I've Rotherham are up and down like a bride's nightly. Uh, there's nothing Rotherham like more than getting promoted to this division and then immediately heading back down out of it. Um, but I'm going to take Sheffield Wednesday for um, obviously a difference of opinion here, Baz. I think this is a big leap um, from League One into the Championship. And Sheffield Wednesday made it through out of the playoffs 
I mean, and then, to be honest, they were lucky to get through the playoffs. Uh, lucky slash pulled off one of the stories this season when they were, uh, what, 4-0 down after the first leg and won the second leg 5-1, went through on penalties. Um, so you're talking a team, really, who were the, the third best out of the promoted sides. They are 72 plus uh, 350 to get relegated. Um, in the always, Sheffield seem to be on the verge of a crisis as well. Um, they're a big, they're a big team. They've got a big agitated fan base. They don't like their owners. I mean, it's a, it's a common story all over um, English football at the moment with these with these weird sort of parasitical foreign owners coming in. And it's Chan Siri uh, at Sheffield Wednesday, and I think it's the same boat. So I think seventy two is a very fair price for Sheffield Wednesday to go down. But I've gone for Huddersfield. Um... Neil Warnock. Warnock last year uh, to, to beat the drop and he's done well he's done a great job but he's a type of bloke now Neil Warnock that's brought in as a bit of a firefighter when a team's in trouble he's a type of he's the typical Allardyce Warnock those sort of players Pardew managers should say who get brought in to sort of short term turn things round um, and whether he can do it over a full season, second season syndrome might kick in for them. And I think Huddersfield are going to struggle this year. Um, I, I think three to one. It is It is open. I, I, I get the chef word pick. I think Huddersfield, I'd rather go with a team who struggled at the bottom end last year. They're a team who are coming up on a bit of a high, although the departure of Darren Moore could be a bit yeah. of a question mark on Sheffield. That's one thing that would concern me. I was speaking to a friend of mine who's a um, Sheffield fan today. He, he did say they've made a few signings in the last few weeks and he started to feel a bit more optimistic about things. Uh, but Darren Moore, that, that was a bit of a strange one. Um, the chairman basically got rid of him out of the blue uh, and then put out statements just accusing him of being greedy and trying to hold the club to ransom and all sorts. So I don't mind the Sheffield pick. I did toy with that, but I've gone with Huddersfield. So the pick for me is... Huddersfield to be relegated at three to one, um, okay. and as I say, I did have that bonus pick. Ipswich for the top six at five to two plus two fifty is one I like in this division. Uh, we'll dig into League One uh, once I've told you about Underdog Fantasy, the NFL season right around the corner. Underdog Pick'em, a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props available in lots of markets too. Lots of opportunities to win their daily MLB contests and make sure to enter Best Ball Mania Four, where first place gets three million dollars. Head to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. My, uh, on the MLB show, Baz, I get forced into tracking my locks and dogs. Uh, we decided not to do it on this show, assuming we'd be rubbish. Um, and I th- the 7th of May, I was $700 down, Baz. Uh, filled it in this morning, uh, $1,090 ahead. Uh, Pulled a massive turnaround off, Baz, from seven seven units down to 11 units up um, in the space of a few weeks. So, yeah, uh, go and listen to the MLB show. They're probably not now because they'll be on right now, actually. Uh, listen to us. When you finish, listen to us. Go and listen to what Munaf and the boys had to say. Um, League One, then, numbers-wise. Again, each way, quarter of the odds, first Five places, not fifth of the odds, first four places. Okay, favourites, Derby County, four to one. We have Bolton Wanderers at five to one. Blackpool at eight to one. Oxford and Portsmouth at nine to one. Charlton at ten. Barnsley are 11. Peterborough, 12. 
16 to 1 Reading, and it is 22 to 1 Bar. Those taking in Wicked Wanderers. Uh, Baz, you lead us off for League One. Yeah, so I've gone. F- <laughs> I think Le- starting off, I mean, League One does have a good re- record for relegated sides, teams coming down from the Championship, going back up. Um, but Wigan are coming down, starting with an eight point deduction. Um, and Redden have been struggling with, with sort of financial problems as well. I, I think Blackpool were the other one. They'll come down. I think they'll they'll struggle a bit. I think they've lost a lot of players and, and on a bit of a rebuild. So I think it opens things right up here. And I think there's some good odds on offer for teams who who were there or thereabouts last year, as, a, as opposed to looking at the teams who came down this time round. Um, Derby are short at 9-2. For a team who finished seventh last year, I can't be having them at that that short a price. I can see them making a playoff run again, but champions of the division, I'm, I'm not quite sure. So for me, um, there was two things that I looked at. Bolton were one of the best defensive teams in the league uh, last season. Only Chef Wed and, and Ipswich conceded less than them, and they have both gone up. But it's a similar story on the attacking front for Barnsley. Barnsley were one of the highest scoring teams in the league. They scored 80 goals last season and only the three promoted sides scored more than that. And I think if if Barnsley hit those levels again in terms of their attacking price, they can have a real good go. They are at 10 to 1, I think you said there. The only caveat is there is a possibility of a points deduction for them. They're they're being touted uh, for sort of financial irregularities. If that happens, then obviously... That 9-1, 10-1 doesn't look great at all. But the pick for me, as it stands, um, all things being equal, I, I like a punt on Barnsley at 9-1. Uh, we've got 11 spots, Barnsley. Um, 11, yeah. Barnsley to yeah. win the championship then. Uh, Barnsley to win League One then at 11-1 would be my pick. I mean, you've uh, you've you've got down a lot of the stuff that I've noted down as well, Baz. The relegated sides do have a good record. This division does have quite a big split in it between the haves and the have-nots, I think. There's quite a, sort of, a lot of big teams. I mean, just running through those teams at the top, Derby County, Premier League team. Bolton Wanderers have played in Europe in recent memory. Portsmouth FA Cup winners in recent memory. Charlton Athletic, Premier League team. Uh, Reading, Premier League teams. And then you've kind of got the have-nots. You're looking at small teams. Wickham Wanderers, uh, we've already mentioned. Lincoln City, uh, Leighton Orient, teams like that. You know, Shrewsbury Town. So there's a proper split in there. Um, I see different prices from Bolton. I've got Bolton up at eleven to two, but I have seen them in places as as high as eight to one. Um, and I think that's that they're getting better every season. They're getting closer and closer. Actually, we've talked about like Everton in the Premier League circling the drain and the inevitable relegation that's coming. This is kind of the opposite with Bolton. They've, they've been circling success in this division. Um, they reached the semi-finals of the playoffs last year, so they're eight to one to go up and eleven to four. To get promoted uh, for Bolton is a great uh, it's a great price. I was fading Barnsley. I know you've put them up. The points deduction was a factor, but I did think they were a bit lucky. They kind of overperformed their uh, their XG on uh, in 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 quite a lot of the games. You were on them a lot. I know we, we did FA Cup games and playoff stuff, didn't we, Baz? And you put up Barnsley yeah, quite a lot. Good, good ladders on Barnsley and home games in particular. Um, and I think that's what's caught my eye, really. I thought they were entertaining to watch at times last year. And I think it is a wide-open division just because those teams coming down from the Championship don't look like they're necessarily going to be the ones 
who are battling it out this time round. Uh, I've got one other bet here. It's a bit of a shorter price. He's uh, Portsmouth. Um, Portsmouth are ten to one for to win the league, but they've had five top ten finishes in a row. Um, so they're always sniffing around. This time round, I think they've improved again a little bit. Um, you've got a couple of new players in there, four to five for a top six finish. Um, so I think Portsmouth can just take one step forward. A very incredibly tight division, that is. Um, an extra few points will get Portsmouth into that top six uh, at four to five. Relegation-wise, you're looking at, you see, these are the have-nots down at the bottom. Um, Cambridge and Cheltenham are the five to four favourites, plus 125 uh, to go down. Carlisle, six to four, plus 150. Northampton and Stevenage, 13 to eight and 15 to eight. Then you get out to Exeter, two to one. Fleetwood, nine to four. Shrewsbury, five to two. Orient, 200 to 30. And then Redinger at seven to two. Um, Port Vale, Wigan, four to one. Burton, six to one. I mean, you're just talking, you go down that list, how many teams? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 10, 11, 12, 13. There's 15 teams, single figure odds, Baz, which tells you how tight this division is. It's absolutely nuts. Um, I picked a really boring one here. Uh, Cheltenham look absolutely banging trouble to me. Um, five to four or six to five. Yeah, five to four is a bigger price, I found. They've got a really small budget. They're in a really small market. Uh, it's going to be hard for them to compete at this level. Um, they're not a League One club. I don't think they've got the uh, the squad to be able to sustain um, a League One season. Bad. So yeah, Cheltenham to go down. This would be one if you wanted to put some ackers, if you wanted to put some parlays together, some round robins. Cheltenham would be a cornerstone in there for me uh, at a price of five to four. Bad. Yeah, so as you say, that the one thing that stood out to me was was the short odds. So many of them at, at short prices. Um, I didn't like any of them at them short prices. I think the reason is there's four go down from League One, isn't there? Yeah. Um, which is why there's so many at shorter prices yeah. than, than we see in the championship. Um, so I've gone for a bit of a punt here. I've gone for a bit of an outsider. I'm taking Wickham Wanderers, who actually okay. finished ninth last season. Um, I'm intrigued to see how they go under Ainsworth. They had Gareth Ainsworth in charge. He was a big, popular figure at, at Wickham. He was there for 11 years, and he's left to go to QPR. Um I believe they've lost a few players as well in the off-season, so I'm going to take a punt on Wickham to struggle. 10-1 uh, to, to go down. Uh, big price, but yeah, let's have a punt on them struggling without their uh, their main man in the in the front. Yeah, Gareth Ainsworth, it's absolutely reeks of one of those people who can only do things at one club. Like, there's been, like, off the top of my head, Lee Trundle was one, was great for Swansea. If you, if you, took him any, if you put him in a car and took him anywhere else, he couldn't kick a ball. Uh, Darren Ferguson uh, went back at Peterborough every 18 months again um, yeah. do, do you know what I mean there's just players who were happy and settled at one club they know how the club work especially with Wickham it's a small again small club small market you can see um, Ainsworth ended up back at Wickham in a couple of years can't you Possibly. definitely yeah yeah we need to uh, hashtag request a bit that one with Sky as well um, down into League 2 then Baz now this is a fascinating a fascinating division because the three teams at the top of this market, Baz, weren't even in this league 15 months ago. Um, you've got Wrexham, uh, three to one favourites, uh, who are obviously, I think a lot of our American audience will be familiar with Wrexham uh, from the Netflix series. And uh, Rob, we're not very good at these names, Baz, are we? Ryan Gosling. 
George Clooney, Sidney <laughs> uh, Poitier, he's in there, isn't he? I think as well. All of them. Um, all, 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 all of them are in there. Um, so Wrexham are three to one favourite. So obviously they've come up from the National League. Uh, Stockport County are five to one second favourites. They came up from the National League the season before last, and then Notts County, um, who were involved in that incredible title race in the National League with Wrexham, the third favourite is 13 to 2. You know that you've got Gillingham at 9 to 1, Mansfield 11s, and bigger prices after that. This drops off pretty quick, actually. Um, Salford 16, Bradford 18, MK Dons 18, uh, out to Doncaster at 25 to 1, 28 to 1, bar those taken in Grimsby Town. Um, I mean, I don't think Wrexham will have it easy. Again, it's a big step up, you know. The, the National League is nuts. It's hard, it's nuts, but Wrexham were a, became a big fish in a small pond up there. Um, really, I think if you're going to take either of those to Wrexham or Notts County, Notts County are over double the price. Um, and they pushed Wrexham every single inch of the way. There was, there was nothing between them. Like, I mean, there was a, the, the, a penalty kick kind of between them at the end of the season. Um, so if you wanted to take either of those two, I'd lean towards Notts County. However, um, I'm going to take the other one. I'm going to take Stockport. Um, I've given that five to one there on Skybet. I have found a six to one. Um, they were top last year um, in expected points. Um, they've got that experience in this league. They've got one year under the belt, which Wrexham and Notts County don't. And I just think of the three teams, Stockport represent uh, incredible value for money. Um, I've also, I do have a league two contact, as we know, Baz, um, who occasionally ask for information for FA Cup and stuff. And he reckons Gillingham are going to go well. Um, they've got some new owners in. They've spent some money. They are 9-1 to one to win the league. 15-8 to eight for a promotion, though, is going to be the pick. Um, I don't think they can get in front of uh, one of these three ex-National League teams. But Gillingham at 15-8 to eight to go up um, is, a, is a nice price that my League 2 man has given me. Yeah, nice. As you say, it is intriguing having, having those three at the top of the market. I've actually gone the same way as you. Um, I'm not sure about Wrexham. Slick Rick's in the chat there saying the lady of the house got into football because of that documentary and I'm sure there's a lot of the old housewives are uh, not old, shouldn't say old housewives. <laughs> Whoa, all right, Bas. <laughs> Sorry, Rick, that's a bit strong. The housewives have probably uh, got into Wrexham a little bit more um, due to Hollywood being involved. But um, I can't have them at 7-2. Uh, I just think eventually all that hype and all the razzmatazz around them is going to going to die down a little bit and it stop becoming a thing and people will be a, le- a little bit less like, I don't know, teams going to Wrexham now, it's like walking on the red carpet, isn't it? It's like all that hype around everything. Yeah, surely it's going to die down. I think 72 is a bit short. Um, they, they might make a run for it. Um, but I, I like Stockport as well. And for similar reasons, I think, you know, they, they won the, the National League. And then to have that fourth place finish last season... I just think that'll stand them in good stead. They've had a real good season in that league. Know what it takes. No, and probably less pressure on them than the teams like Wrexham and County, where there is yeah. huge expectation of both clubs. Um, both are expecting to go well and, and might very well do so. Uh, but I agree. I think at, at the prices amongst those three, Stockport appeals to me. Stockport, I've got a five to one. Um, so yeah, Stockport also to win uh, League Two would be the pick for me here. Um, relegation wise uh, we are looking at is it two go down here or three two out of league two 
too good. I mean, um, yeah, so, so you can you can see by the odds, Crawley are favourites at eleven to four. We have uh, Morecambe at seven to two, Crew four to one, Harrogate nine to two, Sutton six to one, Walsall thirteen to two, Newport seven to one, Wimbledon, Barrow, Tranmere, all at eight to one, Colchester at nine to one. Uh, and Forest Green also a nine to one, ten to one bar taking in Accrington Stanley. Uh, so what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve teams again at single figure odds here. Um, I've got one pick which I have run the numbers on, and one pick which my contact has given me. I ran the numbers on Crew um, outperformed their uh, expected points, etc. Uh, last season, got away with it. It's a circle in the drain situation for Crew with four to one. I think Crew Alexandra are live to go down. But my contact has given me Morecambe. It's seven to two. Um, he said there's some teams around them, particularly his team, uh, that have made some shrewd signings. Uh, and that's going to land Morecambe in the shit. It's seven to two, Bas. Yeah, well, your contact can do one because your <laughs> contact's a Harrogate Town man, isn't he? My contact um, is a Harrogate Town man, yeah. The relegation. As you say, it's a bit of a challenge, this one, because it is only two teams going down and the promoted sides are all fancied to go well or, or you know, both fancied to go well. So I think you've got to then look at the strugglers from last season. And for me, Harrogate were the one that stood out. Um, I know you said they've made a couple of shrewd signings. Your contact probably knows Harrogate more than me, but he's also probably a bit more partisan in his views of Harrogate. Harrogate are going down, Malcolm, four to one. <laughs> I don't. Do you know what it is? He's, I don't think he gives a shit. He's the least. You know, there's some people like I, he just views it as a job. Like I mean, I, I'm hoping he, he doesn't listen to this and anyone in Harrogate Town because he'll probably get the sack. Uh, they'll have to work out who he is first. But he's not really that bothered. I think he just turns up and does his job. Which, to be fair, if you're in football, it's probably not a bad thing to have that little bit of distance. Um, but I, I tipped up Harrogate at the back end of last season to get relegated and they actually did okay they went in the little run um, Brian in the chat pointing out a very good uh, making a very good point about Wrexham in that it's going to be a cup final every week everyone's going to be up for it they're going to have loads of telly games because Sky Sports have firmly jammed up their arse um, and they're going to have loads of big telly games and like you say anyone who's welcoming Wrexham to their place or anyone who goes there are really going to want to stick it up them I think and it's just going to be that's going to be pretty relentless for Wrexham to go into that every week. They're not going to get an easy ride at any point. Like there's going to be big crowds, there's going to be extra crowds, going to be extra vociferous. Um, and I just think that that might be enough just to take the amount of points off them uh, to make that three to one not very much value. But yeah, agreed. Agreed. Right. Okay. Like talk about the people in the uh, comments whilst you are watching. Make sure you've hit the thumbs up. Because every week we get more people watching this than push that whole thumbs up and it takes you five seconds. So uh, just do it, please. Thank you. Ba- bastards on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> right then. We've made some actual picks for this weekend as well. This is going to be good. Can't wait to get my arse in that chair and watch football scores come in on a Saturday afternoon, uh, which is exactly why we're here. So what I've done, I think you've done the same, Baz. I've picked a lock and a dog from each division. So I've got six picks. Um, no, we haven't picked every game. There's gazillions of them. Uh, so I'll lead us off here in the. I'll tell you what, Baz, you lead us off in the championship. Right. We'll let you go, go first twice. Yeah, go not, not 
not tons of analysis into it, but I've got a pick picks for everyone. Um, but it, it's a good time really to plug the Discord channel. Um, the SGPN Discord is great during the regular season because there's tons of people with opinions. We should probably give a shout out to Lenny who who loves his football league stuff. He's already put a few picks out for this weekend and a few of his thoughts for the season. Um, so yeah, get in the Discord because there'll be loads of stuff. I've got some picks here now, but I'd probably stick some parlays and some other bits and pieces in over the weekend as well. And I mean, we we kick off tomorrow night. It's you know, Chef Chef Wed v Southampton tomorrow. There'll be picks there, so definitely get in the Discord because there'll be loads of picks across the season on on the EFL stuff when we can't put it all out on the on the main podcast. The lock for me is uh, over two point five goals in the Sunderland v Ipswich game mm. on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I think they get beat three nil, like. Yep, I think Ipswich will go well this season. Uh, the fans are, are very expectant with with McKenna doing wonders last season. They were high scoring, in the, certainly in the second half of the season. And I think they can beat Sunderland here, but I think over two point five is, is the play for me. It's at ten to eleven, um, so minus one ten. So yeah, over two point five goals in the Sunderland v Ipswich game. I think it could be an entertaining game that one. Ah, uh, very nearly, Baz. When I was doing the little word pressing that goes on the website for this show I do all the things and we have to download photos from a special website um, and I nearly put a Sunderland photo on this one because I thought I just want to prove to people you know that we're not total idiots you know that we're equal opportunity DJs we'll put Sunderland in and then I thought ah fuck them <laughs> and I put a Coventry City one on instead but I nearly did for about 30-45 seconds Baz I was hovering my finger was hovering over the Sunderland picture Um However, this time be because... we're not going to be picking up many Sunderland listeners, are we? Let's be honest. Not really. It, it no. wouldn't take them long to realise this isn't the show for them. There must be the odd show, though, Baz. You not listen to out of bloody mindedness and hope the bloke gets everything wrong. Possibly, I. Because I've got a couple of shows like that. So if people want to come and root against us, all by all, as long as you wear press like or whatever, then do what you want. Um, but I'm, my pick here proves I am not completely locally biased because I've taken Middlesbrough to win at home to Millwall. Um, I felt kind of obliged to having taken Middlesbrough to win the league. This is the kind of game uh, you'll get get underway with. Millwall are okay. Uh, the standard sort of mid-table championship team. They, they weren't in the token for relegation or promotion that we just did. Uh, but Borough, I want to get off to a flag here at home where they were excellent last year. They were, uh, I had them down at 10 to 11, so kind of minus 110 uh, to win that game. We're talking to Millwall. That's the Saturday afternoon, three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, Baz, you got a dog? I have, and I'm going right back to the exact same game. I'm taking Ipswich to beat Sunderland at Ooh. 2 to 1, <laughs> 200. Yes. Uh, so I, think, I think Ipswich will have a good season, and I think they can get off to a fly and start here. Um, so, yeah. Well, you might be, uh, you know, supporting the North this term, <laughs> Middlesbrough, but I'm not having it. Sunderland are getting beat this weekend. Two to one, Ipswich to beat Sunderland. Middlesbrough's just far enough away uh, to not distress me too much. So there's a there's a bit of a uh, there's a bit of a dark beauty about Middlesbrough occasionally uh, that Sunderland just doesn't have. Uh, my dog is. Oh, I'm going nuts, Baz. Oh, I'm going nuts too. Uh, Sunday lunchtime, Leicester versus Coventry. East Midlands derby. I'm going to take Coventry at 5-1 to one here. Um, we've seen it before. A team in the first game back in the Championship can just easily catch a cold. 
Uh, Newcastle did it when they came down. We went and played at Fulham on a Friday night, got turned over. Um, Leicester have lost a lot of players, uh, as previously discussed. Coventry are a good side as well, you know. It's not like they're playing one of these uh, one of these bottom feeders. Um, Coventry got touched off on penalties, or they'd be in the uh, they'd be in the Premier League this season. So Coventry are a good side. This is going to be a culture shock for Leicester. It's also a local derby, which for me brings it immediately a little bit closer together. Five to one, Baz. I think that's gigantic. Like, uh, yeah, let's fill in Coventry on that one. Uh, we will head into League One. I'm so excited picking all these games, Baz. I love it. I can't wait for next Thursday. Next Thursday might be one of the happiest days of your life. We never started a season before. We, we joined in January, didn't we? Like a day one yeah. picks, day one pick show. How are you, man? Uh, into League One, then I will lead off with uh, my luck is going to be Charlton Athletic at home on the money line against Leighton Orient. They are twenty three to twenty. Um, so I had them down at what sixty five plus one twenty. So maybe what plus one fifteen round about there. Um, again, Charlton really established in this league. Hoping to make a run. I, I put out Portsmouth as my top 10 pick. Uh, sorry, top six pick in the outright market. Charlton are really, really similar more to Portsmouth for me. They've been hanging around that sort of... They're never in danger of going down and they're not far away from being able to make a run. Um, Orient, I just think they're going to struggle in this league. They're, they're short price for relegation. Again, it's a good spot at home, like the Middlesbrough pick, Baz. Uh, it's... It, it, a team who will be hoping to go well at home to a struggler. And I think that's all you want on opening day. So plus money, again, uh, Charlton, uh, six to five, plus 120 thereabouts, please, for me. Well, I've gone to the Barnsley game. Um, and it is a little bit of a sort of fallback on, on stuff that worked well for me last year. Barnsley at home, Barnsley scoring goals. Um, I just thought I'd take them to get off to a good start. They're at home against the Port Vale side who were... We're only sort of five points off the relegation spots last season. I looked at just taking Barnsley on the money line, but I can get a better price on Barnsley to score two or more goals. So Barnsley over 1.5 in the team goals market at 10 to 11, uh, minus 110 was the pick I liked here. So that would be my luck. Barnsley to score two or more goals against Port Vale. Okay. Uh, and my dog is going to be uh, Burton Albion on the money line to win away at Blackpool. They are 17-4, plus 425. Uh, relegated Blackpool, um, again, it's going to take time to adjust, a little bit like my Leicester City pick. Um, they've lost a load of players as well, Blackpool. Burton played well last year. They replaced Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank uh, with Dino Mamria. Um, Dino Mamria is so experienced. Nobody will know this division or the EFL uh, better than Dino Mamria. And again, just the, the culture shock, day one in Blackpool, another fan base and club who were completely detached from each other. Um, and I just think Burton are huge at this price, Baz, uh, 17 to 4, plus 425. Yeah, I've gone four. The dog for me, and it's Hawks back to we said at the beginning, rele relegated sides usually do well in this, and we've we've wrote all of them off for various different reasons, Wigan being one of them. Um the main reason for Wigan is their points deduction. But I still think Wigan will compete in this division week to week. And I'll have them at 9-2 here to beat Derby on the road. Derby can be wildly inconsistent at times. Um, and as I say, we're talking a relegated side who, who we've, we've wrote off for different reasons. 
but I, I think they'll be competitive enough from week to week. Uh, you know, I don't think they'll challenge the promotion places. But uh, nine to two plus four fifty, give me Wigan to beat Derby is my dog. Baz, that's a great pick. That, honestly, um, it's like I feel like I've sent you some sort of test here. Is a handicapper to go and find the value, like you, like you're a police dog, right? And I'm making you go and go and find out of all those people over there. Go and find the one who's got some drugs shoved up his ass. And you've just gone off, Baz, and you've sniffed everyone's ass, and you've picked the right person. Like uh, you're an absolute machine. That that's quality. Um, League two, Baz, going. Who's ass you sniffing in League two? <laughs> we talking. Uh, I've Stockport again. We I picked Stockport <laughs> to win the league. Um, so Stockport would be Gillingham at three to four. Uh, so it's a little bit of a short price, but um, they just struggle. Gillingham struggled to score goals. They scored just thirty six in forty six games last year. Uh, I fancy Stockport to be strong, uh, and they are my lock for this season. Uh, well, I am DSC's asking about uh, Wigan's points deduction. Eight points Wigan are losing um, because uh, that's the thing that's. Uh, that's just knocked a hole in their promotion because I think they are live like um, and it is a thing in the in the football league there's a lot of clubs being hit with these points deductions for some reason uh, the Premier League teams get away with it and I think it's because they're rich and powerful uh, where they just hit these teams Reading the reason Reading are in this division is because they are in League One sorry is that they got a huge points deduction last year nearly got away with it they nearly accumulated enough points but they didn't uh, Wigan start this year and that was where Barnsley are under investigation and sometime in November they might get hit with the points deduction as well so that's going to knock a hole in Barnsley's automatic picks uh, in League 2 I have gone for Bradford um, my lock's in a way win here um, Bradford on the money line away at Crawley um, we just put up Crawley as the favourites of all 24 teams to go down uh, here and Bradford finished really really strong can't remember the name of the lad off the top of my head that scored all the goals. Uh, absolute goal machine for Bradford City. They are 10 to 11, so just a little shade of odds on minus money uh, to win at Crawley, I think is a good bet. And for my dog, um, I put up Morecambe to get relegated. Therefore, I'm happy to take them on here with Walsall uh, again. So it's, it's another road um, underdog. Um, Walsall are 13 to 8, which is plus 162. Is that correct, Baz? Yeah, plus 162 for uh, Walsall to win at Morecambe, who we've got a long, hard season ahead of them, Baz. My dog, I think you like this one as well, Malcolm. I reckon this is another another example. Um, MK Dons away to Wrexham. Wrexham. Oh, Baz, keep talking. Favourites for the division. But these two teams, three months ago, were two divisions apart. MK Dons got relegated. They weren't fancy to be relegated. They, they were a big surprise to go down last year. So I'm getting 17-4 to 4, plus 425 for a team that was recently two leagues higher than Wrexham. Very recently two leagues higher. I'm yep. going to take a punt on Wrexham to get off to a bad start. As I say, we're talking about a team from the National League coming up against a team for League One. Let's say this was in the FA Cup last year. It's just what I was going to say, Baz. You, you wouldn't have had Wrexham at odds on I don't think, against MK Dons. Now they're in the same division. People are looking at it differently. But these are the, essentially this, you know, very similar teams to what they had last year. And I think, say, there were two divisions apart only a few months ago. Um, 
big, big price, 17 to 4, plus 425. So my underdog is MK Dons to beat Wrexham. Holy shit, guys, that's really, really good. So I'll tell you what, loads of those picks are going to win. That's <laughs> what's going to happen there. We're giving out 12, but it's definitely uh, units to be won there. We're, we're landed in profit. And I love that, Baz. We, we've made it to the end of the show. That was like a little uh, a little taste, like a little practice, a little amuse-bouche for the old Premier League show next week, Baz. Um, that's really put me in the mood. Anything else you want to tell the people about before we crack on? No. Um, although no. I, I, I did have... I have. I have got something. I, I was a little no. bit annoyed earlier, Malcolm. Oh, shit. Um, we've had a little bit of a fruit fly infestation in the kitchen. Oh, shit. Not, not infestation. That's probably an exaggeration. But like every time you walk in the kitchen, there's another tiny little fruit fly. Yeah. Um, just just annoying that. So, it's always the same, isn't it? You, you've left a bag of tatties somewhere or a bag of carrots somewhere and not, <laughs> not put them in the bin. But anyway, I've cleaned the veg rack and all of that sort of thing. No nice. big deal. Fruit fries aren't hugely offensive and they'll soon bugger off, won't they? Yeah. Um, what was a big deal was I opened a bottle of wine last night um, and I just had a glass or so out of it and uh, left it on the bench, went to pour a glass tonight and in the top of my glass, on top of the wine, is about 30 fruit flies. Oh, no. Absolutely devoured my bottle of Malbec. So, uh, £10 bottle of Malbec. But they had the night of their lives, though, didn't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, All rolling around, shagging each other. Yeah, so that was a disappointment because I I bought a good, lovely bottle as well. I thoroughly enjoyed a glass last night, and I was just going to have a glass. That was it. And, uh, yeah, I should have put a stopper in it, but I didn't think. Um, so the bastard fruit flies got me wine. Got it. Oh, bad. Sorry, Teal. And a lesson there to be uh, to be learned for everybody out there. Put a stopper in your Malbec uh, before you go to bed or the fruit flies will get you. Oh, I haven't got any crack, Baz, because I've done nothing except sit in this chair and talk football to you for about nine days solid. I've got furry eyeballs. I haven't slept. Um but we don't care. We're going to do. We should have covered yes. the uh, community shield game as well, isn't it? I know it's just a glorified friendly. Region. Is that this weekend? Is it That's this Sunday? Yeah. Fucking hell, Baz. Uh, honestly, I couldn't find my arse with both hands. Like um, we just haven't had time, Baz. There's only so many hours in the day, you know. I've tried to handicap uh, 15 baseball games every day as well. On top of all of this, listen, we'll do the women's World Cup tomorrow, Baz. That's what we'll do. Uh, on Monday we'll do the Million Pound Show which was loads of fun uh, last year we'll do that for the Premier League and then on Wednesday night I reckon we'll do the Pick Show Baz because I kept forgetting to tell you I'm working next Thursday but there's a game on Friday so we need to get out on Wednesday anyway and we'll get the rest of those uh, previews out so there you go yeah we're going to be a busy week um, Slick Rick has come up with the advice always finish the bottle and ordinarily <laughs> that's what I do I've tried to be a little bit more sensible and um, it's not paid off. Backfired, so, hasn't it? I'll go back to the usual of just always finishing the bottle. There's, there's very rarely an unfinished bottle of wine in my house. Um, once it's open, that's it. But um, oh, there you go. I've Let's got the flavour now, Baz. I've got a bottle of ginger wine sitting over there because the Kev next door, do you remember Kev with the courgettes? Um, we've got loads of rhubarb now. Like rhubarb the size of cricket bats. Like You've never seen so much rhubarb. Like I could open a shop. Um, so I bought it normally just stew it in the water don't you um, yeah. but I bought a bottle of ginger wine if you stew it in the ginger wine bars holy shit does that elevate it whole <laughs> new level like um, but I could just take the neck off that bottle of ginger wine now and drink that 
and, and leave the rest for the rhubarb stewing tomorrow. Um, right, let's go. I'll have a drink of ginger wine, watch an hour's baseball, go to bed. We'll come back refreshed tomorrow, Baz. Um, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, in the chat. It was good. There wasn't many of you, but everyone had a yeah. lovely time, which is very good. Active, um, that's what we want to see. Yes, love it. All, I think... Hit the thumbs up as well. I'm, I'm sure they will have done. Uh, and, uh, well, when we get these picks right at the weekend, uh, and we start clipping them and throwing them out on Twitter and stuff, uh, it'll be like the Oklahoma land rush to get in the comments next week. Uh, cheers, everybody. Fantasy Premier League tonight, Morgan. I don't think you did, did you? Yeah, we did. Right, I did, mate. Yeah, as long definitely, as I definitely, definitely, 100% did. I remember. Carry um, on, then. We can go. Carry on. Right. Thank you, everyone. Make some bets. Win them. Uh, next time, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>